So, tonight I start my first podcast. Um, I think I'll just start off by talking about how I found this really awesome app. I was just watching these videos called like Skin Deep. And it's basically just this like YouTube channel where people are being completely vulnerable with one another and they ask each other a series of questions that are on these note cards and I was basically doing it so that I could cry like sometimes I just need a release um and I do that through crying sometimes most of the time I do it by like praying or you know writing but sometimes I just need to cry so anyways I see this ad and it was talking about like start your own podcast and I've always wanted to start my own podcast but I felt like it would be too difficult um but I kind of just like did it so um I like I've mentioned like in the little intro thing that I made I, I don't, this podcast is not going to be about anything specific and it's not going to be scripted. I'm kind of just like being random and I'll just talk about whatever I'm thinking about at the moment. Tonight I am laying in my bed and it's getting late and I have to go to work tomorrow but I can't sleep and I guess something that I'm really thinking about is like relationships and how um, I'm a black woman and I really really want to date and marry a black man that is something that is really important for me and it's so and much like it's so important to me that like I really don't consider anyone else like I mean, as long as you're, like, a person of color, then I can consider you. But as far as, like, white men goes, not so much so. And I was just thinking about how, like, I was looking at the Skin Deep video of an interracial couple. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, what if the person that you have always, like, dreamed of having for yourself is not black? And what if they are a white guy? And what would raising a biracial child look like? I don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm just thinking of all the obstacles that would come along with that. And it's funny because my first real boyfriend, which I got at the age of, like, 20 or 19, um, he was a white guy. And... I mean, the relationship ended up being really toxic, but I find it interesting how, like, I've had really toxic relationships with black men, too, and none of them were my boyfriend because, you know, they didn't want to claim me, but I'm still very, like, adamant about dating only black men, even though I've had these bad experiences, but then I had this one bad experience with this one white guy, and I've kind of just, like, written them all off forever. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, 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 just, like, socially, I don't really trust white people just because of my experiences as a black person. 
and maybe I was looking for that ex-lover to do something wrong that would validate my distrust and with black men because I'm so used to them I kind of just view it as like well they were just being you know a bad human but it had nothing to do with their race but when it was a white guy it was it had everything to do with the fact that they were a white guy so I'm kind of just thinking about that because I wonder if if I'm limiting myself and I think I am but I also don't think that it changes like the social aspect of dating a white man and I don't even think about these things when I think about like dating someone who is like Hispanic or Indian or something like I don't I don't worry so much so about those things but like when it's a white guy and like will he understand me when will he be open to having conversations about my experience as a black woman will he brainwash our kids (laughs) like those are things that I worry about and sometimes I feel like maybe I just like even though I love black men but like maybe a part of it is just because like it's easy (laughs) There would be a lot of challenges to dating outside of my race. And some of those I've experienced, like, people do treat you differently. Especially as a woman. I feel like if you're a black man and you're dating a white woman, like, you, you'll you get backlash. Probably mainly from black women. And for me, I got it from black men a lot. And I noticed that, like, some of the things that I feel when I see a black man dating a white woman were things that were said to me as a black woman dating a white man like oh you couldn't you couldn't get anybody black it's weird but that's just what I'm thinking about right now and how how like love it's this completely like fantasized notion you know it's totally real but I feel like we've it's been so like oversaturated like in our culture like this fantasy of falling in love and it seems simple when you're looking at Cinderella (laughs) and stuff like that but there's so much more to it and I kind of just wonder if if I'll ever really find love outside of you know like real love which comes from Jesus but I mean like you know love from another human like a partner and I wonder if I'm scared that a black man will never love me Well, I don't wonder. I am scared. Because, like, I just, I know that, well, maybe just from my experiences, I haven't really experienced 
that's usually how it got the attention of black men was by being sexual. thinking more about dating outside of my race and learning to be more open to the idea of that because I don't know if I'll ever find a black man that can love me of dark skin black woman with dreadlocks that have nappy roots. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think I still I'm still believing for that. <sighs> I don't want to give up on on that dream. I just I really want like just an intelligent and mentally strong and emotionally open, vulnerable, God-fearing black man. Someone who's ambitious, who has a mighty vision, and will work towards executing it. Someone who's patient. Someone who can teach me things and help me grow. Someone who I am compatible with and who encourages me to be myself and loves me for who I am. I think that person exists and I'm willing to wait for them. But I think I also don't want to tell myself that like, I just don't want to pass up on like something that's true and real just because he doesn't meet my expectation of what I think he should look like. So I'm like, I just like asking God to soften my heart in those areas so that I can be aware of like if that guy comes my way that I don't look past him just because he's not black. Because that would be unfair to myself. Because I deserve a good guy. So yeah, that's basically just what I'm thinking about right now. And it was basically just triggered by that skin deep video. And it was this interracial couple. And I just saw how like, they were just really, they were just really open with each other. And I, she was able to have conversations about race with him. And, and challenge him and be herself and live in that identity like ex- like not hide from the identity of a black woman which I feel like is something that like we as like black women often think about in relationships and not even making a general statement maybe some people don't but it's like sometimes and from what I've noticed is that like black women have to um, like make themselves appear as less black and like not talk about it to make their white partner feel comfortable 
and that's something that I'll never be willing to do. I'm not even capable of doing it. And I saw this video and it was just like, she was like, you know, we've talked about this. These are my experiences as a black woman. And it was like, he was, he was listening and he didn't try to silence her. And it kind of just had me thinking of like, well, what if that guy that you've been waiting for is not black? Like, what if he doesn't look like Amistad? <laughs> like, then what? What if he looks like Brad Pitt? Hmm. That's a lot to think about. We yeah, this is um, my first my first podcast about nothing and I feel very accomplished because I've been wanting to do one of these for a while and even if no one listens to it like I feel like I did something so kudos to me good job I'm proud of myself um the song that I have playing also is Um, Blinking Pigs by Little Dragon and I chose that song because I it was like a song that I listened to all the time like a few years ago um, when I first discovered it and there's just like a feeling about it that's just super like it made me feel very reflective and that's how I feel right now so I played it and Little Dragon is a group that I um found out about when I was like 18 and I've been in love with them ever since I've never stopped loving them I I'm just amazed at the talent and they'll actually be playing in my city a few days before my birthday and I'm like the tickets are only $25 but um I don't know if it would be wise if I spent that $25 right now because I'm trying to move into my new apartment so yeah just pray for me hopefully like someone will give me a birthday gift that's either the tickets or the money for the tickets and then I can like go see my favorite group ever um and I'm literally like I'm not even trying to come with a cute like I'm probably gonna end up going I'll probably end up spending the money but like I'm gonna have my sweatpants on my zip-up sweatshirt, some tennis shoes, finally a nice private spot on the balcony area, and I'm like, I'm in there, like, somewhere, like, like, I'm just gonna do me, and revel in that moment, and, like, celebrate being 24, you know, especially after just, like, the experience that I've been through, and, like, almost, like, not living through it, I'm happy to be here and God has just really been advancing my life rapidly really blessed me with all these things that I didn't think I would ever have and I just want to celebrate that alone and just be reflective and just enjoy my time and my space so so yeah thank you for listening um And yeah, good night.